Hi guys, welcome back to Outspoken, it's actually Taylor, and before I do jump into my topic, I do just want to say I haven't, I haven't been feeling fly like a G6 lately, like I really haven't, like I've, I've been trying for like the past week to record this episode, and today I finally had enough energy to sit here and record, like don't get me wrong, like that's the easy part, like sitting here and like recording myself, but it's just the afterwards. Like, I want to make sure that I got to my point and I said what I said and made made sure it made sense. And then I have to edit it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like I got a little bit better at the editing. Bear with me, guys. I'm still, I'm still learning a little bit. But I want to say it definitely has, has gotten a bit easier. But, you know, again, I haven't been feeling too flying like a G6. But I had enough energy to record today. And, um, I do want to give you, like, a little bit of a rundown of what, I mean, obviously today I'm going to be talking about mental health, but, you know, a little bit of rundown, I am going to be talking about a little bit of, like, my personal experiences with depression and anxiety and other mental health problems, but... Obviously, <laughs> by the title, I am going to be talking about mental health today because I generally care about this topic so much because, you know, not only me, but you guys do have your own mental health problems and we may not talk about it, show it, or even express it because definitely growing up around here in SC, it's not, it's not talked about because growing up, you were always told you were lazy but in reality you were showing clear signs that you weren't okay and I'm not gonna lie like hearing that you're lazy from your own family while you're showing clear signs of depression and anxiety it it just makes you feel 10 times worse and it just ruins your whole day and then you just go back to your room and stay there for like the rest of the day or maybe like for the next few days but (laughs) I mean, definitely hearing that I'm lazy from my own family, it really does just make me feel so fucking... It just makes me feel worse because I... Like, don't get me wrong, like, I love my family, but, you know, it it, it is sad that most families here just don't see it in that way because, you know, you're always taught to, you know, be strong and not be weak or whatever and you know there are times where you do need to just be to just not be okay you know and i feel like i struggled i struggled with that a lot because i feel like i come off as nonchalant but in reality like i'm I'm overly sensitive and I overthink a lot about the smallest fucking things and I'm not gonna lie that does irritate me because most of the time people can't really show what I'm they can't really see what I feel because I mean obviously not a lot of people are gonna you know know right off the back you know how you're truly feeling I mean obviously my close friends and yeah my close friends may see it and some of my family members may see it but you know they're not they're not gonna ask about it because well i think this is the problem because you know i i don't have 
a very I don't have a family that expresses a lot of feelings and I believe that has grown into my problem now because or someone asks if I'm okay I say I'm okay but mm, I'm really not because I'd I'd rather see people or I'd rather let people see me as happy little Ashley you know not have any problems but <laughs> deep down I do I do be struggling but the first thing I do want to talk about is anxiety good good old anxiety because I I do suffer from anxiety quite often I mean don't get me wrong like I'm able to walk into or I'm able to be at these festivals and concerts and be around people who don't know me that's the reason why because then again then again I feel like I'm just generally afraid of being judged but don't get me wrong like you know my anxiety is still there when I'm at these festivals and concerts but I have to remind myself that we're all here for one thing to see these people that perform on stage and have a good time and once I get into the flow of things you know I start dancing I start feeling the music then then that's when I'm comfortable and then by the end of the festival I'm like all right why the fuck was I you know giving myself a little bit of anxiety because once I get into the feel of things I'm like all right cool this is cool it was a fun festival fire festival fire concert but what does give me major anxiety is judgmental people because you know some people will still judge from afar and i know personally i need to get over my fear of being judged by others but my fear is still there but that is due to the fact of high school middle school my god let me tell you being in a small not even in a small town but just in general like high school and middle school will definitely fuck you up because well for me personally growing up in a small town people know everyone everyone knows everyone and when one person like slightly changes like their style or they're trying to like basically kind of find themselves in high school or middle school because i remember i personally remember i remember some of my old friends you know we'd be sitting there and then there'd probably be like this girl walking by or this guy and they would say like the rudest things and meanest shit and i would just sit there and be like oh my god and like i mean i personally thought she or he looked pretty good and like go them they're trying to find themselves and that was the reason why i was never comfortable with changing who i was in high school and middle school because I was so afraid of being judged. Don't get me wrong, like, I'm still kind of afraid to be judged now, but I feel like I have kind of improved that because I'm being more confident in myself. Although I do get times where, like, I feel like I'm not pretty, you know? But, you know, we're still working on that, but I, <laughs> I get so much anxiety like major anxiety is my hometown <laughs> don't get me wrong like yeah i could move out of here but you know rent is pretty high at the moment and you know other things but what gives me major anxiety is walking into the stores around here around our small town because 
I I don't know why I I just I hate running into people that know me. I I don't know why, but it just gives me so much anxiety because literally now when I walk into any other like any store, I see people that used to know me and I'm just like, I, I didn't want to see you. Don't get me wrong, like most of these people were pretty cool. Like don't get me wrong, but just I I I just don't want to see people that I used to know because it it just gives it just gives me so much anxiety but also just around here because there's so much judgmental people around here and people know people and people talk shit for no fucking reason and then somehow reaches to you and you're just like I didn't do any of that like who the fuck said that like it generally drives me so insane because the amount of things that I hear that people say about me I'm just like how where the where the fuck did they get that information from? Because I have a small group of friends and I rarely leave the house sometimes and I mainly just keep I keep my shit to myself. Like if I know shit was said, I know who the fuck knows because like I said, I have a small circle and I really don't leave my house a lot because I I I like home. I like my room. But that that I don't know why it just gives me so much anxiety because mm, I swear to God like now I can't I can't even like walk into a store without getting so much anxiety because I might see someone and I'm like uh huh it just ruins like my day like my my to do list for that day I'm like okay I have to get this and this and that and then leave it just oh my God I don't know why it just gives me so much anxiety but another thing that triggers my anxiety so much is starting new things i get so much anxiety like trying to start new things but this does just go back to the judgmental part i i feel like i've overcome that especially with starting this podcast because i remember when starting this podcast i i had so much anxiety about it because I was generally afraid that people wouldn't like it or wouldn't love it or wouldn't listen to it but 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 I'm I'm very glad I did because you know I do get messages I do get your messages and you know people have walked up to me and said that they've enjoyed my podcast and it it really does make me feel more confident in my podcast because I, you know, in the beginning, I didn't believe people weren't going to like it and weren't going to listen to it. But now I'm more at a state where I'm comfortable with my podcast. But back to the whole, you know, starting new things. I get, I still get major anxiety, like a new job or just, or changing up my life. I get so much anxiety about it because I'm afraid that what if it doesn't work out? You know, I I let my overthinking come in and I literally analyze every scenario. I'm like, what if it doesn't end? Like, what if it doesn't end? What if it doesn't work out? Like, what am I going to do after that? And I think so much more ahead than of right now. And that is my personal problem because, again, you know, my anxiety kicks in and I let the overthinking take over and 
I mean, I have gotten slightly better at it. I'm still, you know, learning about myself and still getting over the judgmental part. But, you know, I am just generally afraid of what if it doesn't work out. You know, I'm just afraid that I'm going to not only let myself down, but I'm going to let others down because I've told some people. And I feel like I have somewhat fixed this because for me personally, I'd rather keep shit to myself because if I let someone else know like what I'm what I am going to do or like what I plan on doing, it it just gives me so much pressure because I'm not going to lie, people do pay attention. People are weird like that around here. I'm not going to lie. People are weird about that around here. And people will literally hate you for wanting something. And again, that just gives me so much anxiety. And I'd rather just keep shit to myself. Because I feel like I might just ruin my whole path of like me trying to do something. But I feel like I have slightly overcome it i'm still learning about it but my my anxiety that i want i do want to say my anxiety has been has been a little bit everywhere lately but also because my small town gives me so much anxiety because people do watch people do see what you're doing and it's just like can I not just go about my day minding my business? Can you just mind your own fucking business too? Like, fuck. Like, <laughs> I swear to God, people around here just don't know how to mind their business sometimes. I mean, that just goes for, like, anyone because, fuck. I mean, I don't, I don't know. And another thing that, I don't know if I touched base on this, but what does give me anxiety I mean, is... <laughs> I get anxiety going to birthday parties or going to these small events because I I don't know why. I don't know why when it comes to small events, I get major anxiety. But when it comes to big events, I'm completely fine as long as I know like maybe like five people or like I have someone with me. I'm fine with going to big events with that. But when it comes to small events, I get so much anxiety. anxiety from family events. I don't know why. Friends, family events. I get so much anxiety because... I, I think it's just because... Again, the judgmental part. I swear to God. I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like... In our small town, families are so judgmental. Like, I swear to God. Like, you don't even say anything. But they'll bring up something and, like, they kind of just bash on you about it. You're just like... I, I didn't even talk and then they have the audacity to bring up some passion and you're just like I'm done I'm done and you just feel like leaving at that point or or I swear or when they <laughs> they mention your body image like I don't know why but someone always has to say oh my god did you gain a little bit of weight you're fat you're skinny and it's just like I didn't even say anything. I, I what the fuck? Like I don't know why. I I just I get so much major anxiety from family events and friend events, and it's just it it sometimes bugs me because 
you know, that's not how it's supposed to be. You know, I'm not supposed to get anxiety from going to family events because they're supposed to be fun. But sometimes they're not because they bring up the most inconvenient shit you don't want to hear. And it's just like, this is the reason why I stay in my room and I don't come out. Because I know I'm going to get bashed for something. Or either, <laughs> or either they're like, oh like what's your next plans or what are you doing and then you mention like what you're gonna do and they end up like giving you a whole ass lecture or they judge they judge you by it and it's just like i i mean i you wanted me to say something i said it and now i feel bad for even saying it because i mean for me personally like when i do that they i feel like they are judging me in a way I, I don't know why. I swear it just all goes back to judgmental judgmental thoughts and I I just hate that. I really do. But I mean just to sum up my whole social my whole anxiety, I feel like I do I struggle with social anxiety so much. I I think that is the problem because like like for example, I I'd rather have a conversation with someone that I just met at a party or an event. I'd rather go with that conversation because, again, that person doesn't know me too well. And if that conversation is going good, it always goes good. It's always thriving. But when it comes to, like, a friend that's, you know, barely your friend you guys just met or whatever, it's not so comfortable for me personally it really it really it isn't like don't get me wrong like that person could be so great so fun but having a conversation <laughs> with someone that's barely your friend it most of those conversations don't really go well because obviously for one you're not you don't really know the person that well two you it, it for me i feel like it just drains the fuck out of my energy like just trying to have a conversation that's like 50 50 with someone but when I have a conversation with like a complete ass stranger that I just met at a party or at an event, those conversations I have so I thrive in those conversations so good. But also because majority of the time those conversations aren't started by me. Like if someone were to like if I were to randomly walk up to someone, I cannot have a conversation with them. But if someone comes up to me and they, you know, and then it just goes from there obviously grand time great person right but <laughs> i think i've pretty much covered my anxiety part my personal experience with anxiety but i think i've i think i've managed it you know i mean actually no i still get anxiety from the smallest fucking things family events friend events any sort of events that I do with people that I used to know. So much anxiety. But once I'm out, like not in my hometown, like I'm in Phoenix or something or somewhere else, you can cancel out that anxiety. No more anxiety. Well, I mean, I still get anxiety from going to like, again, events and other stuff. But, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm still working through it. You know, we all are. And... I think I... But I do want to say that, you know, despite, you know, I my, my anxiety is still going to be here. It's always still going to be here. But I feel like I have come to a point where 
I'm I am able to manage it manage it to a certain extent, you know. But yeah, I mean I I think I covered my anxiety part of this episode. So, on to on to my next little topic is depression. Good old depression. And I don't I I don't I don't know where exactly to start with this because it's such a touchy topic but it is something that I deal with on a daily basis and I'm pretty sure you guys do as well but to get my personal take on it but (laughs) besides from my traumatic events that may have started my depression although I do want to say that my depression was still there from a younger age and I'm not gonna lie, like, I still haven't fully, like, <laughs> I still haven't fully figured everything out, but depression probably started. I was in high school. It was my freshman year, and at the end of my freshman year, my mom had a stroke. She, after that, her whole personality changed. Everything, not everything, but most of the things that I saw her as completely changed because when that does happen to someone something does change about them and in this case it was something with her brain and i think just seeing that and basically having to take care of you know the person that you looked up to for all your life and then have it completely change in an instant can do a toll on someone and i can say that part of my childhood was kind of taken away from that because you know there was days where like i i kind of i did have to take care of her you know and so on but then came junior year <laughs> junior year um my dad's cancer came back but in this case it couldn't be unreversible it was stage four and you know hearing that your dad only had you know a few months to live it, it it took a toll because you know after my mom had her stroke you know he was the only parent that I could look up to he was always there for me and when he had passed it it was a lot because it mainly meant that i had to take on so much responsibility i didn't have to but you know taking care of the two people that you looked up to like your whole life and then having to take care of them such at a young age it 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 definitely took a toll on me but also it it changed my whole perspective because (laughs) I'm not gonna lie you know as much as you know my dad's been there I never really saw it at that age you know I I never really saw it and but just to end that little traumatic I don't want to get too deep into it but after it had happened I basically had to take on the responsibility of taking care of my parents at a young age and don't get me wrong like 
it was a curse and a blessing to you know grow up at that young age but also down <laughs> later down the line like right now I look back at it and it it definitely did take a lot of mental a lot of my mental issues because I wasn't only dealing with that but you know I was dealing with like some friendships in high school and wondering why I never really fit in you know and it just kind of sucked because you know people people were kind of mean to me in high school I'm not gonna lie but just speaking from that well actually I wouldn't fully say my depression came for that you know there are days where I really don't understand what I'm feeling you know my head is just it it's overrun with a lot of thoughts but it uh, it does always go back to you know dad passing away you know why you know it was always it's still to this day it's always why but you know just to sum up the whole you know my two trauma my my two trauma events that had happened you know i'll you know now looking back on it i will say that it did make me mentally stronger although i'll never really fully understand like why i had to go through it especially you know finding out that my dad was gonna slowly pass and when I had received that information when I was still like you know processing my mom's you know what what had happened to her and the fact that that happened those two traumatic events happened in the span of two years I'll never fully understand why I had to go through that at a young age but you know the the information not the information but when I had to reflect back on it I do realize that it did make me mentally stronger you know and that I'll always appreciate the small things I mean I've always have I've always have experience I've I've always like uh, I've always appreciated the small things and I think definitely going through that you know I'll always cherish you know the memories that I have with people and everything about people and that you should never really take someone's life for granted you know enjoy the moments that you have with someone while they're still alive and that i think that's the good thing that came out of it you know and i hope that all made like sense i hope you guys were able to understand that (laughs) i hope i worded everything correctly but the thing is is that depression can be a lot of things and it could it could form from maybe traumatic events you know like someone passing away in your family that was really close to you that could be like a mom dad grandma etc but for me personally it has been there since before my traumatic events had happened i do want to say because i swear to fucking god I don't really remember much of my childhood. I I don't remember much of it. I mean, even middle school, somewhat high school. I don't remember much of things that had happened. And it's it's very funny to me because I think this is where my disassociation kind of had happened. Because 
it's kind of, to me it's kind of funny because you know my mom would be bringing up some memories and I would sit there and be like what I was like I I don't I don't remember that right right I I don't remember that memory and then she shows me like a picture and clearly I was there because I'm in the picture and for me when that does happen I'm like wait I I I don't I I don't remember that. But if you say I was there, okay. I don't remember it personally. But personally experience that a lot most of the time because when I am feeling like I'm at my lowest and like people when people don't really know like when exactly, you know, what's going on, I definitely don't really feel like I'm there, but like I'm there. Like physically I'm obviously there but mentally like my mind is just completely blank and that is a part that people don't really talk about like I could be hanging out with maybe a group of friends or maybe I'm playing on the game or something and I will completely just zone out zone out and Bobby just my honestly most of the time when i do i guess this disassociate i tend to just stare off into a distance i'll probably like be staring at one thing and again you know mine is just completely racing it's it's always racing 24/7 but in those situations it i want to say it happens but i mean obviously when this happens you know there's really no thought to it like physically you're there obviously but mentally your brain is just blank where you can't really remember most of your memories and i feel like that's why thinking back to my childhood i don't remember much of it because honestly most of the time that i was you know out doing stuff my mind would always just wander somewhere else like physically i was there but mentally my brain wasn't like i really wasn't there nothing was on my mind but majority of majority of the time when that that would happen i I can't really recall like what had happened that day or like what that day exactly was and it, it's kind of funny cuz personally I feel like that's the reason why I don't remember much of my childhood because I was always like mentally not there physically obviously I was there but mentally I I wasn't there and wow I, you know I probably just honestly oh, I'm so sorry guys <laughs> I think that's the reason why, you know, I, obviously I don't remember much of my childhood because mentally I wasn't there. And another thing, definitely, the, the, there's a lot of things to say about depression, but for me personally, from what I know and from what I personally experience is that there's a point in your depression where you just where you don't want to get better and you you don't you don't want to kill yourself you just float around in 
in a state of nothingness and don't notice anything around you because you're literally just so numb and you don't and you don't want to do anything about it and that is a weird point when you feel like that because you you do like you do have that slight hope of wanting to get hope but you know that no one else is going to understand you better than yourself you know and it's really sad to say because you know there there are people out there where they want to seek help they want to ask people but there's only so much someone can do for you and help you and I mean generally that does sound bad to say but it's very true but another thing that I do kind that I do like suffer when it does come to depression is mood is my mood change I swear to God. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some people where, like, you know, your mood just completely changes for, like, you know, maybe for, like, an obvious reason. But when it comes to this, I swear to God, I would be thriving, living kind of happy, you know. Again, just thriving. And out of nowhere, I just feel empty or sad or mad or irritated for no, for no reason like I could be with a group of friends and I'll be fine and then the next minute I would just feel so irritated annoyed or sad whatever that reason is my mood changes so fucking quick and <laughs> it's kind of funny because some of my friends have noticed that they're like are you good and I'm like I think so i don't know i will get back to you with that but usually those moods don't last for too long like it would only last for maybe a few minutes maybe for an hour a few hours but after that i come back to myself you know (laughs) self-care and then i'll be completely fine again i'll be thriving normal i'll start cracking some jokes again i i never really figured out to why those moods happen a lot then again i i am very much undiagnosed when it comes to these things maybe i should get that diagnosed but that's not the point here the point is you know i don't know if some of you do experience some of those very big mood changes but for me personally that is another thing that i feel like associates when it comes to depression because i don't know maybe it does i'm not very much of an expert i'm kind of just saying things that do run on my mind and what i have experienced but definitely mood changes (laughs) happen quite frankly a lot a lot more than i'd like to admit but (laughs) oh man depression can be it can be a bitch it it can literally beat us to our lowest point but i i always look you know what what can happen in the next boom like in the next few months you know i you know this time next year i won't be feeling like this i mean maybe i will but 
you know, I'll always be thankful that I I do overcome those lowest points in my life and that I'm I'm generally grateful that you know, I am still alive and thriving. You know, despite I may feel like shit sometimes and just not wanting to do anything. And I'm super grateful that I do have people that do understand, you know, especially with work and then school and other things. And I'm very glad that there are people out there that do understand that, you know, when someone does get to their lowest point. And I generally believe when it it does get to a low point, you do need rest. You just need to literally just lay in bed. Lay in bed and cry about it. Feel through whatever you're feeling. I mean, even if it's nothing. But when it does come to those... When there's generally nothing wrong. You know, your life could be fine. It's good. But that feeling's there, right? That feeling's there and... You, you always question yourself on why it's there, but there's really no fucking reason. And that's the part that really just drains, drains, that really just drains my energy. It drains me because, you know, I'm always in my head. I'm always in my head thinking, you know, it could it be this, could it be that. But in reality, it's really nothing. And that feeling's just there. And it generally just fucking sucks because sometimes it just there really isn't a reason and to this day you know i'm i'm still i'm still struggling with it i'm i want to say like i i have gotten better at maintaining my mental health i have you know i have my coping mechanisms you know listen to my music play video games or just go for a drive but currently right now gas prices are pretty high so driving around isn't really much of an option anymore but listening to music does help me watching movies or tv shows but anyways i also learned something as well after those episodes and don't get me wrong like some of them can be terribly bad and usually I'm not saying I'm... I'm not saying, like, I'm happy to have those, but usually after having those dark times, I I always learn something out of it. I It does make me stronger as a person mentally. And personally, what helps me after is... I mean, not after, but what personally helps me get through those moments is just honestly just feeling what I'm feeling I mean although sometimes I may not have an exact reason why but I always come back to to realization and sometimes I do need to get away I need some alone time I need a lot of alone time (laughs) I enjoy being alone despite having those terrible thoughts i i always find in nature 
and being outside, being in the sunlight, instead of being cooped up in my room, crying and stuff, because I feel like when you are in those little dark times, you need some sunlight, you need some natural sunlight, and for me personally, that helps out a lot, going for a drive, blasting music, most likely sad music, but it, it just helps me realize the little things in life. I appreciate the little things in life so much because I know most people don't really appreciate the small things in life and I feel like going through those times makes you realize that the small things do matter. But that pretty much covers you know my personal experience and well my personal experience with depression and anxiety and said what I needed to say on this topic but I really guys I really guys I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode although it was kind of it was on a touchy topic but I hope you guys were able to relate not relate, but yeah, we're late and understand what I said, hopefully. And I will talk to you guys soon. Bye. <laughs>